Welcome to the podcast. This is Howell and Jamie's podcast. Hello. <coughs> Supported in 2014 by Runshaw College. Um, we're currently ringing Luke Marsden. See if he wants to join us on the podcast. Yes. Hello. Yes. Uh, good morning, Luke Marsden. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hello. Yeah, well, this is good night. This is the last key one off the show. This actually is good night. It's not, no, my love. We're doing that later. This is the podcast. Oh, that's even worse. I shouldn't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Love it. Why is that, Luke? Why shouldn't you have to do it? Because I can, can finally confirm after yesterday I announced on my Facebook page that I'm leaving my Sunday night show on Rock FM, not by my own choice. Did you do a Sunday night show on Rock FM? Did I you? did do a Sunday night show for two years. Actually, in fact, I took what that time? Sunday night show from the original name of Sunday Night Chiller to the Sonys next to Robbie Savage, Cavalier and Flack, and I lost, and nobody's ever done that before. So actually, I'm proud of myself. I don't remember that show. Yeah, well, you will have to know, Jamie, because I'm moving the show. I'm moving to, you will remember, as I'm happy to confirm, that Paddy McGuinness has recruited me to join his team Sunday morning, 9 a.m., and wait for it. Sometimes you dream a bit, sometimes you two always do. National. Um, who's, who's, who's the bloke? Paddy McGuinness, he did, he'll take me out on ITV. No. Uh, he's obviously he Paddy McGuinness. Paddy McGuinness. He also was the voice of Greg the Baker's on an advert for a year last year. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. Um, good, well, well, uh, um, well done, well done. you've got to do something with your time now. Well, it was either that unemployment, so, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of was no, the way I've gone. it's very good. We're very happy for you, Lou. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. I got a lot of thanks, you know, people yesterday's stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not leaving Rock FM. In fact, I've got more sales events since I've been fired with Rock FM than ever before. So, um, on last week's podcast, we had you at your uh, hairdressers down the phone, and then we had Fife Dangerfield on. Now, Fife listened back to the podcast did he last week and he sent me a, 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 a text do you know who Fife is Luke I do know yeah actually because I listened to the podcast I was ironing last week did you really I did yeah and what did you think of Fife's performance I, you know what though he seems like a really nice guy um, I, I feel bad about saying uh, that I, she, he was a she <laughs> you thought he was a girl no, you didn't what? yeah I did because I, I actually said to you guys oh in the hairdressers, because you said I've got Fife Dangerfield coming up, and I said, oh, we'll get some tips off her. What oh, kind right, of a right. woman is called Fife? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a female name, Fife, I think. No, it so it's doesn't. Like, oh, Fife? Yeah, Fife? Right. It's a yeah, Fife. man. Well, yeah. anyway, anyway uh, you, he's you, the one from the John Lewis advert a couple of years ago who sang... She's always a she's woman. She's always a woman to me. From yeah, Billy Joel. adverts? Of course, yeah, yeah. Got a wonderful voice. Beautiful man. And you know what? He actually uh, stayed in Billy Idol's um, house as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, in New York, yeah. yeah. Um, Billy, not Billy Idol, Billy... Billy Joel's. Joel, goodness sake. Anyway, Fife texts me, what a was big his, text. Okay, what's and his text? And he right. said, my God, Howell, I'm just listening back to our podcast. <laughs> Jeez, not sure what was wrong with me. I was prattling on like an Olympic pontificator. I'm sorry. Oh, what? He was fine. Um, if you get me talking musical stuff, I seem to just go off into my own mad world. Honestly, I'm really embarrassed. Um, can I make it up to you both and buy you a drink soon? Loads of love Aww. to you and Jamie. I can't believe he feels bad about it. I know, I and if, if by any chance... if anyone heard it, will have found it very fascinating. I thought it was interesting. What did you think, I, Luke? Luke didn't listen beyond his bit, let's be honest. Um, well, you're spot on. Uh, I mean, I've just blatantly lied to you because I actually didn't listen to the point where you <laughs> cut me off. Yeah. I then I then cut Fife off. Um, oh. I did catch the introduction of Fife. 
if you want me to come on this podcast now and you say, guys, listen, I'll buy you a drink. Thank you for allowing me to come on. You'd be grossly mistaken. <laughs> at the end, I mean, at the end of the day, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind now that now that I've gone quasi-national, as they call it in the radio industry. Quasi-modo. <laughs> quasi-modo. Listen to us now. Did, can you hear the respect that we deserve coming from Fife's text there? Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to slag Fife us. off. Like, I don't want to slag Fife off. Like, at the end of the day, what's he done since that John Lewis advert? Nothing. <laughs> so, oh, my word. He's only well, a few albums. You are well, an absolute buffoon. What, what have you done exactly since what Big Brother? What have you done? Well, well, I mean, for a prime example of the sort of stuff that I'll be doing, tomorrow I've got a face-to-face world-exclusive interview with Jesse J. Really? We interviewed Jesse J. Yeah, years we ago. interviewed her. She's Tell very annoying. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, guys, this is just one of the many journeys that I'll be ascending upon now. This is it. Because, you know, I'm, I'm going to level with you, right? I've been down. I, I've been trolling through mud for past let, let me level with you, Luke. You're still down. <laughs> no. This is this is something now, guys. I mean, I've ascended. I've, I've finally got the roller coaster <laughs> crawling up the hill again. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 I've... Well, well done, Luke. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 but you are fine. being serious, and I don't want you to put all of your emotional eggs in one don't basket. Don't put it up, because... Trust it, me, no. all baskets tumble. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah, two, enjoy it, but don't get too excited. Don't start developing an ego or spend money that you don't have on a new pair Oh, it's too late for that. I've, I've, already, I've already moved out. I've said to my parents, I've bought a mansion in Wigan now. I've got a payment down and everything. Luke, uh... When you go for these interviews that you're going to be given now, right? Yeah. You're going to go for these interviews and you're going to have a certain amount of time. You're going to get through the stuff you want to get through for Paddy. Yeah. And then you may have a little bit of a window to ask one more question that you can cut out of Paddy's interview and you can pass to the people who gave you everything that you've yeah, got. Yeah, we made you. In the radio world, Howell and Jamie. Don't, don't forget, like, when you came to us, when you came to us, you know, like, have you seen the film Robocop? I have seen the film Robocop and the remake. In the film Robocop, a cop gets gunned down and pretty much is almost on his deathbed. And that was you when you arrived at us. And we transformed you (laughs) into a Robocop. We transformed you into a presenter, a radio presenter of the highest caliber. We Uh fitted you with the latest technology. And now look at you. You're flying high. Don't forget who made you, baby. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, people, there's a saying, isn't there, that, you know, you shouldn't be nasty to people on the way up because you'll need them again on the way back down. Well, I've already been back down with you, so actually, I'm done with you now. I mean, you're like a piece of chewing gum that I've had stuck to the back of my tonsils for four years, and I've had like, ripped it off. <laughs> Don't forget that I, I, I took you out of the women's toilets at the Wellington pub in Preston and dragged you to the hotel after you'd vomed everywhere, and everyone thought you were screaming like a lady in those toilets. I dragged you to that hotel. I Me. took you to an all-you-can-eat Chinese in Manchester when I found you wandering the street dragging a bin bag with pictures of Davina McCall for sale for 5p in it. <laughs> Actually, let's not clarify how we went halves on that. You didn't pay for that. <laughs> uh, let's clarify. You're the only person who would remember that. <laughs> we definitely went halves. And you're the only one who would dispute, the only factor disputing that the years went halves on the meal and not that you had a bin bag and were selling Davina McCall photos. <laughs> Signed. Um, yeah, no, but at the end of the day, right, yeah. seriously, I am, I am excited about it. I mean, it could be a good, it could be a good show. So will you ask Jesse J a question for Howell and Jamie? 
Um, unlikely. Um, I did clarify who, which radio stations were getting, quote, FaceTime with. There are only two radio stations. The name two breakfast teams. You two were not on FaceTime list. Who were the other breakfast, who were the breakfast teams? Um, Mike and Chelsea. They were Mike and Chelsea and Radio City's Leanne and Dave. Yeah. Um, two, out of the, two out of the three Northwest yeah. stations. Ours is the third. Maybe we'll get some dregs. That's all uh, we yeah, get well, these yeah, days. It's Dreg you're getting, FM. You get, you're getting a radio interview <laughs> with a right? No. No, we're getting diddly squat. Oh, this is awkward. Um, so, are you going to fight get us an for the home yeah, team? Yeah. Or are you just going to sell us down the river? I think like we toad. both know the way this is going. You um, no, you can go in there and you can call the shots, Luke. Be the boss. Go on, don't... I, I don't. called, although my, no, my good friend Paddy McGuinness uh, said to me, uh, don't make eye contact with her. <laughs> don't make eye contact. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, speaking of which, Doc, I could probably sort you out an interview with Paddy McGuinness to plug his new show. We've already got one sorted. We've already got one sorted. There you go. We don't need you to do that. stuff for us with Paddy. Stop Paddy. offering to give us things oh that we've already got for free. Oh. Yeah, already sorted it. I mean, guys, if you have any questions once I go uh, national, just just obviously speak to uh, my people and we can sort it out. Oh, my God. You don't have any people. I don't. You're right. I have nobody in my life. Got a um, dog. But yeah, he's abandoned me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be exciting time. You know, one thing that I did find a little bit weird yesterday, yeah. I went to, yeah. I went into key one off the way. Right, I don't have a key fob yet, so I have to sign in and out, and um, and you have to put like the name of the company. You can that have you one are. of ours. We don't need them as of this weekend. That's <laughs> 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 just a good point. Um, so yeah, so as I was, uh, and then who did I bump into? Um, the hits breakfast presenter Daryl Morris. Friendios. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's not say friend. Let's say we know each other. Oh, and, 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 and he he, uh, he he said to me, oh, Luke, what are you doing here? Uh, and I was like, um, oh, I'm, I'm in with Paddy. We've got some more stuff to, to sort out. And he was like, yeah, 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 good gig, good gig, right? That was literally the only thing we talked about, about me, in a 20-minute conversation. But isn't that and the I same thought, as any conversation now? No, no. Hell, because obviously I'm quite, you know, I would argue that I'm quite me heavy. So I would argue that I like to talk about myself more in a conversation. This was Daryl from the Hit to Radio Breakfast talking about majority of himself. And oh, oh you're Ryan complaining. You're, now, you're complaining. You're complaining because he was talking about himself. That you weren't being talked yeah. about. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And I thought, this is a big deal, Dal, that I'm in, in this building, my big move to Manchester. And then saw Lorraine from Rock FM does well. We exchanged two kisses, as it is in Mank, two kisses. So you know, Jamie, when you, you feel like you're a sort of anchor for somebody and their problems, their addictions, mm. and then you feel like there comes a certain point where you can't help them anymore, the, the ropes just need to be snipped because they are just drifting off into their own straps. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. And I, as unfortunate as this is, I am actually going to have to go. I'm really busy. Oh, you are oh, shutting you us down. Oh, yeah. my word. Have you heard I know this guy? I mean, I remember the days when I could sit in for 30 to 40 minutes doing this stuff with you. Ah, uh, get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Luke. Um, so, listen, I did say a couple of weeks ago I would put on the podcast our unbeliever stories. So I'm going to put them on. Um Basically, we have had people send us letters with their unbelievable stories. If you've got an unbelievable story, pop us an email, breakfast at rockfm.co.uk, and we will turn it into an unbelievable story. I'm now going to put the three that we've had so far on this podcast, and I think it's pretty phenomenal. Um, 
Okay, here we go. How, Jamie, and Lancashire. I have a story that goes back a few years. I'd been with my then boyfriend for over three years when all of a sudden he decided he'd had enough and that he would like to break up. It soon transpired that he started popping up in photos with one of my long-term friends on Facebook. And after quizzing her about her newfound friendliness, she confessed that they were becoming something of an item. I was distraught, but I totes saw red and hatched a plan to get him back. I will refrain from naming the company, but I work for an extremely large supplier of bog roll, and it just so happened I could easily lay my hands on vast amounts of the stuff. And one night took home 350 quilted rolls of pink bog paper. I knew on Wednesdays he'd always wander to the gym for a session, so I had my chance. I drove to his flat, I spied his Ford Fiesta, and began unloading my stash. It took about an hour, but eventually I had the whole car covered in toilet paper. It was a refined technique. I'd gotten some strawberry ice cream sauce from the cupboard to use as glue. The cleanup job would take hours. This was one quilted fiesta. I walked back to my car and got in, and I was just about to pull out onto the main road when I saw my ex-boyfriend coming down the road in his fiesta, a gray Ford Fiesta, just like the gray Ford Fiesta I'd just plastered with toilet paper and squirty ice cream sauce. This could only mean one thing. I'd gone to town on the wrong car. I can only explain the sheer guilt and regret I feel for what I put that poor Fiesta owner through. As for my ex-boyfriend, he just got off scot-free for a few more days. Should I pay for his too? It's good. It's good. That's Unbeliever Story number one. Well done to uh, Ian Cunningham, by the way, the excellent voiceover man who Great we, guy. we draw upon as, uh, as often as we can. He used to do all our jingles, and then and then that became not our decision, and uh, it w- he's wonderful. He's brilliant. Um, should we have another one? Yeah. Howl and Jamie, I've been waiting for the headline, Chip Flop, to appear in every newspaper in the land, but so far it has not. So let me get this off my chest. My dad owns a chippy in town. And as I was back from uni for a few weeks, I asked him to let me help out for a few extra quid. He agreed, and all was going well. Until one night, whilst my co-worker Janet was brewing up, I was more concerned by an annoying fly buzzing round, and, being the summer, I decided to remove my flip-flop and try to swat the little devil. However, I slipped up. I managed to drop my flip-flop straight into the deep-fat fryer. I looked down in dismay, but there was nothing I could do without attracting Janet's attention. It was then that my phone started to ring, and I was distracted outside for about, well, ten minutes. As I wandered back into the chippy, wondering what on earth I was going to do, I heard a shriek from out front of the shop. I was mortified to hear a girl shout, There's a flip-flop in my tea! Janet must have mistook it for a fried fish. My dad soon found out and was livid. He's on the brink of ditching his supplier. Says they must be raking up everything off the beach. It's a huge supply deal, and I feel dreadful for not fessing up. How? Jamie, what the flip do I do? Brilliant. Is that your favourite chip flop? I like that chip flop one. It's an excellent story. 
I like this next one, uh, the final one so far. There'll be more uh, as time goes on. I, I like the uh, I like the pace of this next one. Dear Harlan Jamie, a new guy started working in my office a couple of weeks ago, and I'm totally besotted with him. He's called John, and he's clever, funny, attractive, and most importantly, single. The problem is when I went over to talk to him for the first time, I developed a bad case of hiccups. And I mean, bad. Some of them even sounded like burps. I apologized and thought that it was a one-off, but it keeps happening. Every time I attempt to talk to him, I start to hiccup, and it's getting worse. I've started hiccuping when he's close by, or when I'm thinking about him. I'm actually hiccuping whilst I write this letter. John seems really cool about it, but I can tell he thinks I'm a mahusive freak. Please help me. What should I do? Amazing. Amazing. So if you've got an unbelievable story, do send it to us because we'd like that. Email it or even use a letter and a pencil. <laughs> Breakfast at rockfm.co.uk on the email. Or you can email us and stay anonymous. Uh, you can e- write to us, stay anonymous, by sending it to um, rockfm St. Paul Square, Preston, Lancashire, the United Kingdom. That's Louis on the keyboard. What are you oh. playing for us, Louis? Um, Come I can on. play Titanic. Can play you really? Titanic, Louis. Right, hold on. Here we go. He's just accidentally touched the organ. Put a beat on, Louis. I put a beat on for you. Ready? There, Louis. Uh, Go on, you, you play. I'll, I'll help you. How do I Where off? are you playing it? Have you played a bit? Okay. Very good yeah, organ, that's yeah. That's all me. Well done. Um, <laughs> so Jamie's done a photo shoot. Done a photo shoot with, this week with, with an owl. A, uh, with an owl and a semi-naked bodybuilder. Something about being next to a bodybuilder. He was he was saying that he would give you free training and sort you to out. get me a six-pack, didn't he? Free training. 
free trip. The, the, uh, my only issue with it is time, time, mainly, but also the idea of like changing what I eat. I like eating, yeah, sausage rolls, yeah, pork pies, yeah, burger, burger, bacon. Well, you can eat those things, I think. I want to eat them. The sausage roll is pastry, so less so, but you could eat like medium rare burgers and stuff like that. You could do all that. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, could do that. Uh, also, we've got a lot of messages about our photo shoots, and one message from a listener here. Mm. I just want to mm. read it. It's yeah. from a guy called. If you want to see these, go to facebook.com slash 974rockfm. Scroll down. We're going to see the picture of a really good looking man next to a pasty, skinny waif. On Twitter, a guy called at wicked172. He says, Nope, still not got a photogenic face. <laughs> Don't worry, I haven't either, kiss. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the idea was that I might Kieran says the there's more meat on a butcher's pencil than Jamie. That's mm. a good one. Yeah. A lot of people sort of saying they meet they feel physically ill at the sight of my body. Wow, really, uh, <laughs> really? Are they saying that? <laughs> Kevin Spencer says you're tight on Jamie Howell. I think you should do something once in a while. Yeah, dynamic. <laughs> Get your body out. I'll show you. I'll just, I almost put a picture up. I'll, I'll put a picture up of the desk that I'm in charge of yeah. and then the desk that Jamie's in charge of. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see who's doing that's something. No, that's no excuse for not humiliating yourself on a regular basis. Do you want to swap? I do not want to swap. Well, then, there we go. <laughs> you heard me offer. The thing is, like, you know, I'm walking in the room with my Lycra on today, and mm. there was, uh, you know, five or six people yeah. in that room. Yeah. And you thought... Maybe ten. You thought, I'm getting paid a load of money to do this. Not a load. But you know what I did think? Yeah, I thought, are. I don't... <laughs> you are getting a load of money. Compared to, to, compared to most people who put Lycra on for a living, a.k.a. amateur wrestlers... About, um, about strippers make a bit strippers. of money in Lycra, You probably make more than a stripper does, do I you? don't know, Howell. I'm pretty sure you do. I'd, uh, I'd, we could test that. Well, let's get a stripper in. Let's ask him. But and, the point is, And I... if you're paid more than them, you have to do a strip. I already hang on for I mean, what The point I'm trying to make here <laughs> is that I don't even care anymore about yeah. doing things like that in yeah, front of right. human beings. Quite right. I don't care about showing my body. Mm. I don't care if you can see my packet. Uh, in my lycra pants. Yeah. Could you see my packet, by the way? Didn't look. Didn't look. Louis, Louis had a look. Uh, no, I'm... Was my junk on show? No, I'm looking at the photos and I can't see it. No, no, no It's no, very uh... difficult to see. All right. Very yeah. difficult to see. <laughs> now, Louis, you may remember from a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking to Louis about uh, getting him into box sets, watching things. Obviously, we told him that um, Mad Men or The West Wing, I believe, were the ones that he had to watch next. Yeah. How are you getting on with those? Right, um... <laughs> Well, for some lazy watching at the weekend, I didn't do either of those. I went back to Skins Season 3. Oh, what the oh, hell is going on? Skins? Sorry. Sorry. Old are you? Old. I know. <laughs> I used to watch that when I was in year nine. What was nine. the point in us going through all I know, that we did all that groundwork. So I just don't think I'm ready to... And you regress back to Skins. I just don't think I'm ready to get into anything serious at the minute. Oh, my Okay, so um, so all right then. So do West Wing. It's not serious. It's short, bite-sized stuff. But seven series. I'm going to be honest. Scares me. That's a lot. You know what? When you look at it like that, it does scare. But don't look at it like that. Take it. You know, I've started watching (laughs) West Wing again with my girlfriend Lauren because she's not watched it before. And do you take back your comments? 
uh, what? No, no, I still think it's a good show, but I still yeah, I feel like it's yeah, yeah. it's the kind of show like Lauren's yeah. finding it very hard at the moment, but I'm saying stick with it, it gets better. How many better. is she right. through? We're in about six episodes in. Oh, so she also so started loving the four episodes. She mark. has broken the four. Yeah. Yeah. The I, had to, I had to coax her along, you know. Yeah. But mm. I, I still really love like the show a lot, but, you know, I feel like it, it it's a show that um, has aged a little bit in its style. Right, styles aged, but it's still very good. My mum was saying that about the first series of Twenty Four. It now seems archaic yeah. compared yeah. to like the technology yeah. that's in it now. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. she got Louis. Orange is the new black. Okay, okay. what's your right on that? So I started that uh, when I was out, I was shattered on Wednesday night. I got in and I was so tired, and I thought well, I'll just pop it on because everyone says it's good. Yeah. yeah, episode one. Yeah, fine, fine. I'm fine. happy with it. Yeah. Fine to go on. Yeah, until yeah. until. The girl, I'm talking the... Main girl? No, the dark-haired girl with yeah. the glasses, yeah. the villain, yeah. Alex. Yeah. Right. Until she pops up in the prison, and I'm like, what's going on here? As if that's going to happen. <laughs> Louis, are, are you aware story? that it's a true story? Is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true story. That actually and, happened. And that actually happened yeah. Have you noticed that the lead character is called Piper and the writer is called Piper? No, I've not. But now, absolutely this is, not. I knew that I knew that we were going to get to this with you with Orange is the New Black. So I knew it. Yeah. It changes the entire way that you watch this thing. Okay. Two things to remember. One, it is kind of a comedy, but based on real life. Okay. And it's a true story. There were some funny bits, I laughed. So you are looking at genuine story slash commentary on the prison system in America. So it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that the point I'm at in the story season two it's trailed off a little bit the true bit. I think it's gone a little bit fictional. Right. Mm. But I still think the essence of it is still true. Well, I don't know if that's the case. I think she met all of these people in prison and she's telling their stories in the second one. In a way, yeah, but the, the, you know the away. stuff about her her relationship with her, her husband. Well, her husband. Oh, chap from American Pie. I yeah. can't shake that off. I know, it's weird seeing him in a, a different what, what's role. What's his name in American Pie? Can you remember? Oh, that? what's his name? Uh, what's his name? No, something like Chuck or something bland in it. Well, apple pie humper. Um, Get a what? Apple pie humper. Uh, Oh, right. Oh, that classic scene. Oh, how old were you when that was on? Um, I don't know. No, I remember watching that though. Used to, uh, yeah, it was good. So, you watched one episode of Orange? No, I've watched 1.3, I would say, because I'm about. Uh, nearly a third of the way through the second episode, turned it off. Couldn't stand that Alex character. <laughs> Re- honestly, I had, I just couldn't watch anymore. It you was couldn't bear it because me. on the grounds that it was unreal. On, no, I couldn't bear story. it on the grounds that I've. You know, there's some characters that they play their part so well. Yeah, they play the villain so well. Yeah. I can't help but hate them. Yeah, yeah. And I just by that point in the evening, Bake Off was the other option. And I just wasn't getting along with this Alex girl. Right. Off it goes. Yeah. Well, you've ruined a perfectly good story. If only (laughs) it's like that Lord of the Rings thing. It's like if you if you didn't have that stupid Sauron in the way, it would be an excellent story about some small people. It really would. Living in a nice village. Now I sometimes find that. I sometimes think that look, I'm all for a busy, exciting energetic lifestyle but when it comes to watching telly sometimes it's just too much sometimes mm. i don't want the bad thing to happen because mm. it's stressful mm. you're right well mm. i feel like that me and jonathan ross had this conversation about um unhappy endings yeah and uh, i despise films that have an unhappy ending i'm not going to spoil anything here um but the <laughs> film with uh, 
James McAvoy. Uh, Atonement. Scottish one. To- uh, oh, uh, the recent filth. one. Filth. That's oh, a filth. depressing ending. It has, it has an oh, ending to it God. that is completely uncalled It's taken you through the ringer, this film. Yeah. Like, on a and n- this is the know. point. If you take <laughs> us through the ringer... Yeah. Don't then kick us in the face in the last one minute. Is that what happened? Oh, yes. It's awful. Did you feel? I, I wouldn't. I was angry. I you know, don't watch it. Do not watch that. <laughs> you know what? He's a great. It's a great performance by Jim. Yeah. He's brilliant yeah. in it. Was it a book? Yeah, and uh, apparently the yes. book the book didn't end like that. Book by the train spotting writer Irvin Welsh. But apparently great. the book didn't end like that. Well, why would you change it? Why, then? why would, would you, you change it to that? that? Why would you do that? <laughs> you have to watch. But it you now. know what I this needs? It was more a depressing, unhappy ending. But you know, I I feel the same way. I like I uh, about that, by the, way. I don't know the Walking Dead yeah. is another TV show. It's massive, especially in America. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Each episode is like two million dollars are spent on it because it's like loads of zombies and stuff. And my girlfriend just can't watch it because it's so miserable. It's oh. so downbeat. I'll fi- I found Game of Thrones very like that. Did like, you? I found myself compelled to watch Game of Thrones, so mm. I couldn't stop watching it. Mm. It's almost like um, or that what EastEnders does for some people. I could never understand why people persevered with EastEnders because if you're going to be miserable, if you're going to be dour, you've got to be impressive and compelling. EastEnders is just miserable and dour. It's badly acted. It's badly shot. It's just crawful. Um, and <laughs> great theme tune. Game of Thrones. Always on the other look hand. for the positive. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Very similar thing. Soap up on a compelling. massive scale. It's you compelling. really get to know a character, and their head is going to be chopped off it's in the compelling. next ten minutes. But it's compelling stuff. It's fascinating stuff. It's yeah. a lot. It's a really good show. Game of Thrones. You know, Walking Dead is just one, it's just the stage where it's just all out misery. But it sounds to me like what you want, Louis, is something that doesn't err on the side of. Well, that's, that's why I put on. You know, West Wing it's would probably suit West Wing you quite is well. the answer. Because West, West Wing is aspirational TV. Yeah. Right, okay. It's the kind of TV that make, it makes you want to be a better person. I tell you what, though. Mm. I think of New Chaps at the weekend. Yeah. I went home. I rarely go home. Yeah. See my mum and dad. Oxford. And, uh, near Oxford, yeah. yeah. And I near was North there. Lee. Hmm? Near North Lee? No. Banbury. Don't know. Don't know where that is. Sorry. Right. And I made my mum watch the first five, ten minutes of... Um, House of Cards. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it really has had such an impact on me that program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Isn't just, it just I never thought telly could be. Oh, I don't. Just... Well, stop messing about then. <laughs> Get the West Wing on. <laughs> okay, West Wing, Mad Men. We've told you. I know you have. I'm sorry. I don't mean. Let to me dis- tell you. I feel the same way about House of Cards. However, if House of Cards, <laughs> West Wing, and Mad Men were standing in front of a bus that was about to hit them, I wouldn't think twice about diving and saving the other two. House of Cards, I yeah, can... you can go under the bus. That's how good <laughs> the other two are. Okay, right. right. Okay, this Stop weekend it piddling begins. about <laughs> round the edges. Just take some advice, follow it. Dive in deep, deep dive it. Were we right about House of Cards? <laughs> watch West Wing. Okay, I'll watch West Wing. West Wing is a good one. I think, actually, West Wing probably a good choice for you because, like... You do seem like a it's guy. It's another political one, though. But, it, it yeah. It's, it's another way it, the White House. It, it is like it's a lot... It's a bit Mind more that, upbeat. It's a bit more positive about mm-hmm. politics, you know, and, and the yeah, role right. of that. And the president's a bit more cuddly. He's a, <laughs> yeah. That's what we want. Uh, that's what Ma- uh, Lauren's actually found a little bit annoying is she finds him a bit too Father Christmassy at the, at the start. And he is a bit like that in the first few episodes, but he gets tougher sure. know, as the series go on, I yeah. think. What are you watching at the minute? Um... I am on Dexter season five now. You're basically Howell. I've yeah. stopped watching it now. <laughs> <laughs> no. the, you've gone through the best of Dex. Going to finish it. 
I've heard some gruesome things about Dexter. It's yeah. totally not gruesome. Is it not? Totally not. It does some gruesome. Flipping heck, man. It's so mainstream. There's swearing <laughs> in it. It's so mainstream. When you've watched Game of Thrones well, and you yeah, watch Dexter, uh... honestly, it's so far off. It's mine. diagnosis murder for a modern generation. Right. And it's mostly pap. Is um, it not? But like he is good. Some really nasty things. No. Right. Okay, then. There not really. I mean, there's the odd, like, beheaded really? head and things like that. But really, Game of Thrones, I mean, no. <laughs> okay. honestly, it's it's more in suggestion in Dexter and, and not in a particularly terrifying way. You can tell that Dexter was made for a TV station with adverts. It resets a lot. It repeats uh, okay. itself a lot. Um, but, but, you know, it's good awful to chew through. That's what it is. It's good awful. Yeah, we, don't me, don't don't yeah. misunderstand, Louis. You do not go to Dexter now, all right? Okay, no, no I'm going go to, to Mad Men or go, West Wing. Yeah, yes. yeah, they're the good shows. I mean, what me and Lauren also watch a show called Under the Dome, right? It's been on Channel Five. This it's like a show where this town's under a dome. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's like all it's like really bad, but we like watching it to laugh at how bad it is. Like it takes itself really yes. seriously, and the plot is ludicrous. Like I mean, at, off the chain, <laughs> and we watch it because we, you know, we watch a lot of serious stuff. And it's just good watching something where you just go, "This, I can't believe somebody's Mindless. written this." You know, Mindless, yeah. it's like watching a B movie or something. You yeah. know, like you know, like Alien, like Sharknado, and all that. Well, there's another one on Netflix that's quite like that. Chuck, have you seen Chuck? No, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah is it's that funny. Not, is that a spin-off of Gossip Girl? Mm, possibly. No, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't think if so. If it is, I'm sold. What are you in the mood for? This is the question, right? Well, if it was a book we were talking about, are you looking at reading oh. a massive, really compelling, but big, big old hefty book to get lost in escapism? No, I think it's a... See, my ultimate... Are you looking for Sherlock Holmes short stories? <laughs> you guessed it. I, West you, Wing. Get on West me. Wing. Get on West Wing. <laughs> okay. All right? Can I shock you with something? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just going to get his pants off go. again. <laughs> Always says that before he whips his pants off. Right. Um, there they go. Still there. Mate of mine works for CBBC. Oh. Put that on the other day. Yeah. Some quality programming there. Oh, my God. You know what? You I just reminded me. Our school. Have you seen it? No. no, but have you heard of them? Have you seen the Muppet thing? No. Oh, my God. Um, Jim Henson Company, i.e. the bit that's the, the Sesame Street side of it that hasn't been sold to Disney, have made a new, um, basically, Muppet thing. Mm. It's filmed in Manchester. Right. Really? And it's called the... It begins with an F, Furby's, Furby's Hotel or something. It's oh, like yeah. Faulty Towers, I, but I, with, with no. Muppets. Oh. And it's on CBS. It's like Mr. Furzman's, isn't it? Or something, or something like, that. like that, yeah. Well, I've seen yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. That's, that's good, but... You know, really, there's some good stuff. Good quality yeah. TV. You, children's TV has always had to be the be- some of the best made because kids are very non-discerning. Mm, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Well, I watched this uh, thing called Our School, and it was about learning Our year school. seven. Our school. Our school. Our school. school Our say. school. Uh, about learning year seven pupils. <laughs> First week at school. Oh, really? Hilarious. Disturbing. You know, if it not, I, I you've been watching Educating East End. No. Oh, no. It's been a really good one last night, actually. Really, really good, because it was like, it's about this kid who's like a bit of a rough one and a bit of a bit of a bit of a, a loud mouth, but he's got a heart of gold. He loves Shakespeare, but he's mm. having a tough time at home. And you keep thinking they're going to win him round, you know, he's going to get redemption in the end. He ends up getting expelled, and it's like, oh wow. And you don't expect it because I've watched a few of the old series, these, you know, Educating Yorkshire, and they're always at the end, they kind of win him round. Yeah. But in this one, they don't win him round. It's really oh, good, that's actually. Sad. 
It's sad, but it's a really good episode. He ends up all right in the end on like the recap. Oh, know, good. Which right. another school, but he had to get yeah. expelled. He's gone to another school. <laughs> yeah, basically. he's doing well. But it's really good. It is a very good show. That I mean, every time they do it, the makers of that show yeah, they, are brilliant. Well, they win awards and they deserve more. Excellent. Wow. It's worth a watch. Well, is it an then. indie company? Uh, yeah. Um, I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. That's off to them. Let's try and get them on the podcast next week. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, that's the pod. We covered a smorgasbord. Yeah. What a what a what a variety. You had Luke Mars and you had the unbeliever stories and you had Louis and his pathetic choice. I'm going to write a TV show called Smorgasbord. It's about a Swedish detective called Smorgasbord. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he oh. has to deal with a number of cases all at once. This <laughs> 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 Something in that. You know. Oh yeah. Bye. Uh, anyway. <laughs>